on MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. On today's show, we're talking about making insurance claims on home repairs. You know what type of home repair your insurance covers? What does your insurance company have to approve, uh, or why do they have to approve who works on your home? Should you let the contractor talk directly to the insurance company when you need work done? As always, share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. On today's show, we're talking about making insurance claims on home repairs. Do you know what type of home repairs your insurance covers? Why does your insurance company have to approve who is that, who it is that works on your home? Should you let the contractor talk directly to the insurance company? I got a couple of more big ones to ask today. As always, share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And, um, well... It's going to be a fun day. And, of course, you can always ask about the small stuff going on around your house or whether you want to remodel something. Just give us a call. Of course, we have our two contractors here and an amateur that will always give it a try. So uh, talking about insurance today, but I did want to see what you guys had going on. Dell, what are you working on right now? Right now, I am um, in the process of getting ready to do uh, what they call a rot-resistant deck, the mm-hmm. uh, Trek system. And uh, we have, uh, you know, our usual things that's going on, a lot of roofing and uh, renovation and remodeling. Right. Wow. But um, this is going to be uh, interesting. Uh, we got the new system. We're going to use all of the products. So it should be a nice right, uh, folks, turnout. This is one of the folks, uh, Dell is one of the folks that we call an expert on this show. And uh, the reason why I find that fun sometimes is that even the pros have bad days. And uh, <laughs> Dell was just telling us about uh, that. Dell can build a roof on, a, you know, he can put a roof on a new Walmart if you want. However, changing the oil filter <laughs> was a little more difficult. Yes, I mean for for one boat and a filter, man, it, it shouldn't have took me four hours, right? I think. Uh, <laughs> And then my thing was I wouldn't quit. I, I know I should have stopped a long time ago. Right, right. But I had gotten into it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was too hard to throw the towel in. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's a filter. Well, That's once right. you're sitting there and you're covered in oil and sweat and the car won't run anymore because yeah. it doesn't have it, right. you got to finish. Sure. You know? yeah. sure. Once you're in, you're, you're, you're half-baked. you got to get in there. Uh, Jeff, what are you guys working on? Well, we, um, we're working on our flood jobs from our flash flood Right, ten inches of rain we had in seven hours. Right, um, that, and then closing out uh, a couple of our houses, mm-hmm. um, a couple of our customs that are coming uh, quickly to the end. So mm-hmm. to make a family happy, we'll give them the keys and let them move in. Oh man, that's yes. such a great feeling. Yes, it that's is such a great feeling. Well, if any of you saw the uh, MPB Fix It One Hundred One page this weekend, you saw what my big project was this weekend. We had this place. My wife and I had this place in the yard that we've been fighting for years. We've tried seed. We've put down sod. I don't know how many times. And you know, I kept listening to Felder for Gestalt Gardener. And every once in a while, he would talk about grass, and he says, look, you're just not going to have a lot of luck trying to grow grass in the shade. And and this was a shaded part, and it was just, it was killing us. So finally, we saw another idea of building a small deck, 
a very small deck over this area, and it's absolutely awesome. So I spent the weekend um, putting deck screws into wood, <laughs> and uh, but it, but it works. It's nice. It, it you know it's just about like seven inches off the ground. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and yeah. So Ni- we, nice place for a barbecue grill, a picnic table. Right, right. Yeah. So if uh, yeah, exactly. So if you're on uh, Facebook, go to the uh, MPB Fix It 101 page, and you can see that see that project from this this past weekend. Anyway, talking about insurance, and uh, you know this is this is April in Mississippi. Insurance season is upon us, uh, and what that means is, you know, everybody knows it's Mississippi. We get water, we get wind, we get we get uh, storms, we get trees falling, and um, fire, and fire. We get, it, it, unbelievable what happens in the spring in Mississippi. Yep. Uh, but uh, we had a recent event in uh, the Jackson Metro area. Uh, this this neighborhood just completely flooded. It yes. was unbelievable. Yes, it was. Um, and so uh, I know you you got a couple of folks working on that. But you know the the big issue there is that you know how often does a catastrophic event happen to your home? And what I mean by that is that not everybody knows what to do in that situation. Yep. Uh, when when uh, when the there you go. Um, when something happens in your home, if you get a flood or a tree falls in your, I mean, this is not a weekly occurrence. So, right, right. you know, it's not something that you really had a plan for. Well, today we're going to try to get a plan for you. We're going to try to help you out to know what to do. One of the calls uh, from a friend that I got during this thing is, who do I call first, Jason? Do I call the insurance company or a contractor? Or what? I don't even know where to start. Hey, so uh, Jeff, help us through this. Who, who, when you, when, when the water's running under the door, outside right, of making right. everything safe and getting down of there, sure. What's next? Yeah, yeah. That that that's the first thing. It is is your safety, your family's safety. Once that is done, um, your your second obligation, and it will say this if you've read your insurance policy, if you can. It's your responsibility to mitigate any further damage. Oh, meaning let's 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 make one that's real simple. A tree hits your house and mm-hmm. there's a large hole in your roof. Right. If you are able, your insurance carrier would like for you to call someone immediately and get a, a get a tarp, get something put over that roof to mitigate any further damage. Okay. All right. Uh, um, that's that's you know the first thing that that you need to do. Second thing is call your agent, mm-hmm. file your claim. At that point, you've done all you can do until you find a contractor and your insurance adjuster arrives on site. Hmm. So okay. it's, it's it's three or four little simple steps. Uh, damage is done. Right. Don't don't go in there and try to clean up and try to. Oh man, I need to do this. I need to do that. No, just leave it alone. Let right. the adjuster look at it. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Um, and 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 spooky at the same time. You know, it is. It, it's 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 panicky. You know, it's just like yeah. you said. How many times do you have a claim? Right. Um, most people never have a claim. Right. And and you know, but it, being Mississippi, tornado can drop any pinpoint place mm-hmm. in the state at any time. Uh, and those things happen. We have right. weather events from all over the place, um, and and kind of weird ones here and there. That's right. So, so some of the questions I wanted to uh, to ask about: Number one, uh, what is an insurance adjuster, and what are they looking for when they come out? Well, the the insurance responsibility is to get you back pre-incident. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, get you back to pre-incident. Uh, and what I try to tell all of my customers, l- let the adjuster do all the talking. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's best if the if the homeowner just really do- doesn't say much. Uh-huh. Um, Why is that? Well. And be I, honest, I, Jeff. Because you're the victim. I've, I've, um, I'm going I'm to tell you just a quick little story. I, I was doing a claim in, in Lake Caroline. Tree hit the house. 
um, right. um, individual had just painted this particular room, uh-huh. and the adjuster said, uh, okay, well, I'm going to give you four gallons of paint to paint this room. Uh-huh. And the customer says, oh, no, it's only going to take two. Oh, Okay. You know, if the adjuster said four, let the adjuster give right. you four. And I'm sure the guy was thinking in the spirit of being fair. Sure. But at the same time, you never know what you're going to need. Well, you know, the the he wasn't thinking we've got to put new sheetrock in. So, you know, the new sheetrock has to be primed. Right. The, the adjusters really and truly know what they're doing. Uh-huh. And that's what I mean by... Uh, let the adjuster do the talking. Find a good, honest contractor. Uh-huh. Let the let the contractor do do the talking. Let the adjuster do the talking. Uh-huh. And at the end of the day, you're going to end up with a with a fair product. Okay. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or fix it one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. Have you ever had a claim? Have you ever had to do this? I have done this. I've mentioned it on the show before, and I did it poorly. I did terrible. I picked a contractor who was an absolute crook, and yeah. um, and and that that played out. You know, it was really neat. One of the things that, uh, you know, just like everyone else who something catastrophic happens to their home, I didn't know what to do. Right. And there right. was a contractor, you know, in my ear going, hey, man, I got this. Right, I'll take care of it. Right. Smooth you talking. Know? Yeah, and 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 that's where I that's where I goofed up was was not checking the background of this person, mm-hmm. not doing what I had to do. But one of the things that I noticed as they started working, I didn't see many permits up. Oh yeah, and yeah. and yeah. so one of those things is, if something big happens like that, am I supposed to get the permits? Does the contractor get the permits? How does this work? No, the the contractor should pull his own permit. Uh-huh. Um, and another thing, too, if if the storm was big enough, and we can use Katrina, for instance, that was a very large storm. Yeah. We had a lot of out-of-town contractors. Mm-hmm. Um, not beating up on out-of-town contractors. I, I could be an out-of-town contractor if I left my right, area. Right, right. So I'm not I'm not beating up on that. But but what I'm telling the, the homeowners, why would you hire someone from out of the state? Mm-hmm. They're not coming back if there's a problem. Right. Hire local. Well, and and this is something that I can say uh, for sure. If you're not a local contractor in the state of Mississippi, it's funny. Let's say you are a local contractor from Oklahoma. Sure. Okay. Sure. Let's say Oklahoma. Think about where Oklahoma is, what it is, how it is. Uh, The contractor I got was from Texas. Yeah. You know what he'd never seen? Yazoo clay. Sure. <laughs> sure. And they, they, the locals know how to deal right. with that. The, right. the contractors are like, what, well, that's not, you know, we have sand. Right. We don't have this, you know. And, so. and, and the guy from Texas could have been a great contractor. Right. But, he just didn't lay, lay the land. But he's in Texas. Right. <laughs> right. You know, if you were to get a roof leak, he's probably not coming back. Right. What about right. the contractor that uh, contracts out of the car, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't really have a home residence. Number. Right. They the, like a fly by night. You the never storm know chasers. You know, you yeah. should you should pick your contractor just like you would pick your doctor, right? You know, yes. Just because he's a doctor or she's a doctor, you want a good one, right? Right. So, you know, just because we have contractors' license does not necessarily make us a good or great contractor, right? Just right. makes us licensed. Okay. All right. Well, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to take a uh, quick break, and our uh, discussion will continue after. Listeners, what has been your experience when filing insurance claims on your home? That's what I want to hear. I want to hear real people talking about what happened to them. Uh, Were you making repairs because of a natural disaster or just some regular home wear and tear? You can call us with your questions, comments. Uh, Call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877. 672-7464. And uh, Colleen, we're coming right to you when we get back from the break. You can email us at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, I said I was going to talk to Kathleen after the break, and we're going to her in Ocean Springs. And you're talking about holes in the drywall. Are you with us, Colleen? Yes. Okay, What? how big are these holes? Um, it was for these floating shelves. So they put hollow screws in the wall, and then they put regular screws inside of those. Uh-huh. Now that they pulled all that out, there's just these big gouges in the walls. Right, right. Um, I will tell you, I, I told a listener last week, and I've already heard verification back, uh, you can buy a little kit, okay, that you can use to fill in small holes. Uh, you can even buy a kit that, that fills in a little bit bigger holes if you go to your local home store, your local hardware store, usually they have these little kits that you can use that are real easy for folks that are not accustomed to working with stuff like that. Uh, I will say, Colleen, please read the instructions. <laughs> Don't just grab it out of the bag. You know, um, how I do it, grab it out of the bag, and I, I think I got this. First yeah, thing to throw away it. are the instructions. Are the instructions, right. right. They're in the right. way. Right. Yeah. So, Colleen, r- r- read the instructions and try that. Also, if you want to do like a a big job, big drywall job, uh, meaning a big hole, maybe uh-huh. maybe a, a kid fell back into a wall or something of that nature, um, you can um, uh, go online to MPB's Fix It 101 Facebook page. And I recently, last week, put up a, a Facebook post about fixing a large piece of drywall. Oh, good. So, yeah. So you can check there. check it out. There you go. All right. Thanks a lot, Colleen. Thank you. Thanks. Let's uh, move on to Mary and Braxton, and she wants to know how to verify a contractor. Are you with us, Mary? Yes, sir. So what's... Good morning. Uh, good morning. What is your bit of uh, knowledge here? Well, uh, first of all, I got a, a clue to, another clue to this lady who just talked. Don't tell the instructions out until you got the job finished. Right, <laughs> yes, yes. There's always that last thing. You get it on there, and then you thought, uh-oh, what do I do now? So that's I, a good, very good point, I, Mary. Yeah, I've got a uh, drawer in my kitchen where I've got all my uh, stuff from, uh, and I've got stuff from uh, farmers from back in uh, 2000 because I moved here about that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wondering, how do you verify a person's ability? Because uh, I've, I've lived here, like I said, 20 years, but uh, I haven't had any uh, need for somebody, but I don't know where to start if I do. I mean, I know <laughs> you start and you ask them to come and see what you got. Right, right. And how do you know you're talking to the right one? And this is interesting, Mary, because... Because I'm going to let the pros answer this, but I can tell you that when you first start, you know, you're going to want to look for your, you know, your standard license, bonded, insured, that Uh that kind of thing. But uh, as Jeff mentioned, those are things that someone can pay for. So, Mm -hmm. so, so finding the the, quality of a contractor, in my opinion, really means talking to people about said contractor. Sure. Sure. So, and, uh, and and meaning just to back that up, um, find out where the contractor is working right now. I don't want to know what he did a month ago, three weeks ago. I want to know where he's working today. Talk to that. Talk to that person. Something else you can do. You can go online to um, um, Mississippi Board of Contractors. Type in the contractor's name, contractor's company name. And uh, they will tell you how they stand, how their license are right now. It's 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 real time. So, 
Those are those are two things that you can do. Contractors, Better Business Bureau. Well, yeah, you can do the Better Business Bureau as well, but... but Folks um, only show up there when there's a complaint. Yeah. So you don't know if their work was really good or someone was just right. really upset. Right. So yeah. I, I would go to Mississippi Board of Contractors. And that's, well, that's, who, that's who governs our license. I will well, say... I'm, I'm hoping that I don't have to, but uh, I figure uh, uh, us prevention is worth a pound of cure. There you go. Uh-huh. One one last thing for thought. Um, in, a, in a lot of cases, if you see someone working on the job or word of mouth, that's your best um, result right there. Like, I saw some guys working. I said, that work looks good. I stopped. I asked them who's in charge. Mm-hmm. Got the name and number. And uh, that's how we uh, started our relationship. Now, a lot of times your neighbors uh, know people in the church and different things, and they say, well, uh, you need that done. Um, right. um, Brother Moore can handle that. Uh, uh, somebody, you know, they, word of mouth is real good because people already have dealt with them, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the uh, resume right there. Right, and there's a neat thing that one can do if so if, pass if, them on. if you're into this kind of thing. Uh, there is an app called Nextdoor that a lot of folks use, and it's just a neighborhood app that, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you use it, and, and a lot of times there's gossip or whatever on there. But one of the main things I know in my next-door neighborhood that people do is, like, hey, who knows a good painter? Or who knows a good, you know, this? I need a shed built in my backyard. Who, who, who Just pass them know? around. Yeah, and that, that tends to work. I, I really like getting recommendations from people who have used someone's work. That's how we found our AC guy. Yeah, that's true. Just saw his uh, air conditioners in the backyard. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mary. We appreciate that. Hey, uh, Jeff, does it have to be catastrophic damage to file a claim? No, absolutely not. No. Small claim? No. Can you use your insurance for minor repairs? No, typically not. No, you use your insurance for, for what it was built for. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- me personally, I have a $5,000 deductible. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeps my premiums low, and uh, but use your insurance for what it is used for. Mm-hmm. Um, fire, major roof damage, right? Um, tree falls and and does not hit your house, mm-hmm. but it hits your your um, Say a fence. fence, right? I, I wouldn't file a claim on that. Okay, it's okay. it's not worth it's not worth a record. It's not worth a a claim on your record. Okay. In a case like that where you have a $5,000 deductible, it's safe to say anything under that you just fix out of your pocket? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Otherwise, sure. you're just spending money you don't have to. Well, yeah. And, I mean, you, you, don't, want, you don't want a large claim history. Yeah, I understand. Uh, now, two is too many. I, I, I'm not trying to talk anyone out of a claim. Right. Um, but now, th- this, this is important, too. I'm glad you brought this up. If you're not sure if you have a claim... Call a qualified contractor before you call your insurance company. The minute you call your insurance company and you file that claim, uh-huh. you have a claim regardless if they pay or not. Really? Or even mm. if they deny it, you still have a claim on your record. Ouch. Right. Man, that's worse than a credit check. That's worse than a credit check. <laughs> Insurance has gotten tricky. So, wow, that's amazing. You know, now, you let know, me ask, what does that what does that do? Let's say you've got a a claim on your homeowner's policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what kind of dark spot on your record is that? Well, you know, it depends on the claim. Insurance companies are very very nervous about water claims. Really? Yeah. So water claims will definitely make an insurance company nervous. So, because they just keep on giving later well, on. Well, no, because you really and truly don't know what happened. Right. You don't know for sure what happened, and, and the insurance companies know this. Right. Um, perfect example. You know, we're in a neighborhood and we're putting on several roofs, and the next door neighbor sees roofs All going around. Roofs. Oh yeah, yeah they got to well, get in. They 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 need a roof. They they want a roof. Mm-hmm. They pick up the phone. They call their agent. Hey, I think I have hail damage. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I want to turn in a claim. Mm-hmm. Well, most agents are going to say, you know, you really need to have it checked. But but if if you insist, if you persist and 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 file that claim, mm-hmm. insurance adjuster shows up out there. There's no hail. Uh-uh. You you have a claim. Huh. Wow. So one less claim. Yeah. Just because hail hit your neighbor's house does not mean it hit your house. Right. Right. Okay. So, well. Yikes. All right, let's go to, um, let's see, our next caller is Penny 
is driving through Jackson. He's got a comment about insurance stuff. So what's going on, Penny? Well, um, I had a house in Joplin, Missouri that was hit by a straight line wind in 2009. Wow. And a lot of people don't realize that when you have uh, a claim with your insurance company, that um, what happens is that they will be really good about coming out, getting you a check cut right away. Unfortunately, if you have a lien on your house from a bank, mm-hmm. that is made out to you and the bank. That's and right. I processed it through my bank, and I'm not going to say the name of the bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I processed it through the bank. Um, I didn't receive a check for almost nine weeks. Penny, I can tell, oh, wow. I can tell yeah. you the bank. <laughs> I've been doing this 16 years. I have, I have uh, mortgage companies holding my money all the time. Wow. I, I feel your so pain. Because, you know, I had a roof that had a giant hole in it. Sure. I had all my windows broken out of the front of my house. Sure. It was in the middle of the summer, and I sat there in for almost six weeks with a boards-up house. That's right. A hole in my roof, you know, yeah. and uh, when I would call the bank, they would say to me, oh, you know, uh, we're, we're so busy. It's in processing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. So, all I would do is go down to the bank and sit there and go, where's my money? Right, right. <laughs> wow. It's very, very frustrating. What I realize is that that check is cut to you and the bank, you know, so... And they only release those funds in increments. They don't release it all the time to you, is it, is, you know, in the full amount. That's right. That's true. That so, that freaked me out when I was doing it. Yeah. It's very frustrating on the homeowner. It's very frustrating on the contractor. Uh, and it is 100% to protect the mortgage company. That's all they're doing. They're right. not... They're not. Well, they're not and, protecting you. What, they and, just delay and, the process. And to speak to speak nicely of the insurance companies, understand that people are trying to crook them all of the oh, time. Yeah, they're sure. trying to get fraud. Of course, you know. So, all right. Thank you, Penny. We appreciate it. You know, I did have a question. Is someone is having issues restoring flood damage? What does flood insurance typically cover? Uh, flood insurance is a whole different beast it, than everybody else. It, it is. It is. It's a government-backed program. Um, we've got several claims going right now. Depending on your policy, um, they are paying 100%. Wow. So Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Sue in uh, Beaumont. has got a question. Uh, the Life of Roofing Shingles. It sounds like a nice book. Uh, yes. So what's going on, Sue? Yes. Hello? Hello. Uh, I was wondering, what, what is the lifetime uh, on a roofing shingle as, as a, you know, ballpark guess? Yeah. Well, the manufacturers say <clears throat> what the year is, a uh, 25-year, a 35-year. And uh, basically um, put on right, um, you usually get over half of that. You know, about half of that. Yeah, I have. Really? Okay, so if it's 25-year roof, let's say you put a 25-year roof on, you should expect what out of that? After about 15 years, you know, you should be, you know. Because, uh, can I make a comment? Sure. My my insurance company, can I mention the name? Go ahead. Farm Bureau. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) during the recent bad weather we had back a month or so ago, you know, with the the tornadoes and everything, Mm -hmm. this this. Straight line winds came through, and uh, a leak sprang up in my kitchen ceiling, and so I called my insurance company. I've always just loved them and trusted them. So mm-hmm. they sent an adjuster out, and he said, uh, well, your roofing shingles look good. Uh, and they told me that they should last for 30 years. And I said, they were put on after Katrina. That that's 12 years already, you know. Right. And so uh, they would not approve uh, fixing the roof because it started to leak there because the wind ruffled up some of those shingles or something. And mm. it, 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 the wind was so strong that it blew my satellite dish up there off kilter, and I had to get DirecTV to come back and out there and reset the, the satellite dish and everything. Well, one thing I will say, Sue, uh, Sue is that I, I don't know of uh, most home insurance uh, deductibles are at least $1,000. Mine is 500 mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yours is 500 but $1,000, you, yes. you know, he may have thought, or that adjuster, I'm sorry, uh, he or she may have thought that there wasn't $500 worth of damage there. Right. Yeah, it could have been. It, the, the, there he is, though. I, I had, okay, the direct V man, uh, bless his heart, he had some kind of a tar-based tape, uh-huh. like that seal tape. And I begged him. I said, "Please put some of that over that hole up there. I mean, over the leak." Right. He did, 
so DirecTV did more for me than, than my insurance company. Wow. Now, you, so you, after after they looked at the, the problem, the insurance adjuster, I said, I want to get another. So I asked for a second opinion. Doesn't a person have a right to a second opinion? Yes, ma'am. So I got a second adjuster who came out, and they all said the same thing, that it wasn't caused by wind damage. Hmm. Did you call a contract? Hmm. No. You might have needed a contract on your side there to kind of negotiate with your uh, insurance company just to verify it. You know, be your eyes. Because they, they, they're, the insurance companies are very leery of, I was saying it was wind damage. They said it was water, you know, water scares them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So any, any comment there, Jeff? Um, I would hire a... Um, a licensed contractor to come evaluate that roof, and you can always call your insurance company, and they'll they'll send the adjuster back out. Right. Um, all right. Thanks, Sue. We appreciate it. Sometimes it take um, uh, two or three attempts attempts to get the, right. the right people in place. Yeah, and uh, to get the right yeah. results. And as lay people, we really know what to say. So uh, having well, a contractor say most, most homeowners have never been on their roof, and they should not be on their roof. Right. <laughs> right. So having been on my roof, I can tell you it's a terrible mistake. Yes. <laughs> the thing she said that was interesting for it to blow the satellite dish off, and you know how they're anchored down. Right. That would take four some, giant bolts. I mean, real lag screws. Well, yeah. I don't think it actually blew it off the roof. I think it just it was not adjusted oh, okay. to the satellite okay. anymore. But never, nevertheless. If she's got a hole in that roof, mm-hmm. that that was that was caused from a weather-related event, and um, it needs to be paid for. And so. shingles are crinkled and folded up. Okay. Only wind causes that. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what has been your experience when filing insurance claims on your home? Uh, Were you making repairs because of a natural disaster, just some regular home wear and tear? Call us with your questions, comments, and you can call it 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, we're answering questions about what you're fixing around your home right now. You can send us an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with uh, contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Join us. Uh, jo- Why can't I talk this morning, Jolly? What'd you do? <laughs> Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to be going to Julie in Memphis here in just a second, but I got, I've got a couple of questions to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, why does the insurance company need to inspect the work after it's done? Uh, because there's something called depreciation. Um, insurance companies typically hold, and this rule of thumb, somebody's going to call and say, well, they didn't do it that way for me, but right. uh, this rule of thumb. They typically hold 20% until the work is done. Uh-huh. Once the work is completed, Homeowner sends in their final invoice stating that that work has been paid for. Then the insurance company releases that depreciation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have every right to come inspect the work to make sure that that was actually done. Right. Typically, your your insurance company is not going to be the one to do it. It's going to be your mortgage company. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, mortgage company has a vest, vested interest in that house, so they they have every right to make sure that well, yeah, it's their house. Right? Yeah, that their asset is is back whole. What about what about uh, what if the amount the insurance company gives you never, doesn't cover all the cost? And what if new costs come up? Well, that 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 is something that needs to be handled prior to doing the work. It's called a supplement. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that is why it's so important to work with a contractor that understands the insurance business. Mm-hmm. There's a particular piece of software out there that we all use. Mm-hmm. All insurance companies use it, and insurance contractors use it. Mm. The price is already set. So if you have an issue that the adjuster missed, Uh take a picture of it, run it through your software, get the pricing, do a supplement, turn it into your insurance companies. Um, uh, They're very familiar with the supplement. They're very common and Uh handled the right way. They will pay quickly. Okay. All right. So that so that's not uncommon to have a supplement. no not at all if not handled correctly you won't get paid all right should uh, should uh, you guys talk directly to the insurance company or do you go through the homeowner what's no, the best way to do it's, this it's best if the contractor talks directly to the to the uh, adjuster really yes okay yes. now I'm not saying we take the the homeowner out of the loop. Right. Put, the, put the homeowner in the loop. It, typically how we do it, we're going to send a, an email to the adjuster and the homeowner uh-huh. along with our findings. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Julie in Memphis. Uh, Julie, are you on the line with us? Yes. Okay. So what's going on in Memphis? Well, um, I'm actually calling for my boss. Um, last September, he lost his father in a house fire. And uh, my father lived by himself, and he uh, he's a multimillionaire, very eccentric gentleman, and he never had a checking account. He just had hard times when he was young, so everything, when he came into his money, he paid cash. Yep, um, unbanked. An, yeah, mm-hmm. he had an insurance policy through Farm Bureau in Mississippi mm-hmm. for 189000 on his home, and he had his home just completely loaded with everything because um, he never took pictures of the inside of his home. He mm-hmm. didn't have receipts or anything. So uh, me as an employer, I was tasked with, I spent about a month getting online and pulling up and printing out, uh, you know, the contents of his home or as close as, you know, we could right. get to what he had. And literally it was probably about two inches thick and we submitted it to the Farm Bureau. And after going back and forth with them and back and forth, they basically now are denying the claim 100% and just said that we need to sue them if, or we need to take them to court if, you know, we want to pursue it. Um, well, how do we stand on that with not having receipts? And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people. Uh, you got a good lawyer, Julie? Yeah, you, yes. you, don't, you don't have to have receipts, Julie. Uh, it's obviously better if you do. Um, but there's actually an app that you can get on your smartphone and you can take a picture of that particular item and uh it will it will give give you a value um are you serious yeah what is that uh you know and and too julie in insurance knows and it sounds like illegal and i don't want to you know comment a bunch on that but um insurance knows what these products are are worth uh this is not their first fire um, right. it sounds like, but then this is all contents, not on structure. They're, they're paying you on structure. Com- correct. They did pay the value of the house off. Now okay. It's content. Yeah. It's all content. And there's, yeah, there's a lot. I don't know about it's called coverage B. Um, there's just a lot. I don't know about that, but, um, it may be time to lawyer up, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, it's, uh, what a shame. I mean, the gentleman right. paid his dues all his life, and now they're, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if they deny it, then the policy wasn't worth the paper it was written. Well, you know, if they denied it, then that that would be a bad faith claim, and that's a whole nother ball game. But, right. uh, right. It, right. you know, so it's, it's probably time to get an attorney to write a letter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, and that's what we are going to do. I just wanted to see what y'all's take was on this because it's been very frustrating for the family. Sure it has. Uh, Yep. Yeah. So, all right, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Julie. Appreciate it. Okay, back to that app. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's an app. And Hang on just a second. Jay White... Our phone screener for today, and one of our big producers here, he's, he's he's looking for the app now. He loves all these like like finding a new app that that he wants to tell everybody about. So tell tell us about this app because this sounds awesome, and yeah, he could have used it like two weeks ago. It's uh, it's it's a, it's real simple. It's a you 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 take a picture of the of the item. 
uh, somehow it goes out and finds a similar item and uh-huh. and, and will give you a, a value range on that. What's so. this app called? I'm not sure the, the, the exact name of it. Jeff's but, uh, Value app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there's a and, and how if I went to uh, the app store, how would I look this up? Um, I would I would look it up as um, uh, insurance damage furniture app or something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Man, that's cool. A lot, a lot of insurance companies are using it now. Really? Yeah, it's quick. Okay, all right. So. That's that's neat to know. I, I I'd never heard of that. Um, so, if you're a homeowner, will insurance companies allow you to complete your own repairs? Asks Jason, of course. <laughs> so, uh, will an insurance company let me re- do my own repairs to my home and Ab- give me a check? Absolutely, yes. Now, the insurance company is not going to want to pay. It's called 10 and 10, 10% overhead, 10% profit. Mm-hmm. They're not going to want to pay you mm-hmm. the overhead and profit. Right. So, it's best to hire a contractor, oh. someone that does it. All the time uh-huh. knows the language um, um, because they're not going to want to pay the homeowner the 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 ten percent overhead and ten percent profit because they don't really owe it because it has not been incurred. Right, it's not necessarily profit because there's there's it's not your job. It's not right. something you do to make a living, so you have no overhead. Right. Um, and your house. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> okay. Wow. Um, it, it always seems. Now uh, I'll tell you who may have a problem with that more than your insurance company would who? be your mortgage company. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of mortgage companies out there that are that are going to um, frown on the a, a unlicensed contractor repairing that uh, asset. Right. Now, technically, uh-huh. um, the cities and, and counties cannot stop you from doing your own work, uh-huh. but your mortgage company can put enough pressure on you. Um, uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be worth it to try to do it yourself really? if, if it's a big enough project. Huh. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Uh, anything you want to talk about this morning regarding insurance? Of course, you got a little fix going on that you need help with. We can help you there. One of the questions is, why is flood insurance always a, it's like a strange topic? Many people don't have it but live in a flood zone. And some people, like myself, uh, live in a zone that became a flood zone and then all of a sudden had to right. pay flood insurance. Yes, if you have a mortgage. If you, yeah, yeah. I had, uh, we've got a mortgage, and all of a sudden we had to pay, pay flood insurance. They rezoned us or something yep, like that. Right. And, and then all of a sudden, so now when we sell the home, we have to sell it with flood insurance. You know? Yeah, you know, unless the buyer pays cash. Uh, the only reason that you have to have flood insurance requirement uh-huh. would be from your, from your lender. Really? Absolutely. So otherwise you don't have to have it. No, sir. Not yeah, at all. Just take your own risk. Well, we just learned. We just learned one of the folks up here at MPB had their house flood, and uh, we just learned real quick the value of flood insurance. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's something real right there. So it's better to have it. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, either that, or you're going to start writing, you know, checks, checks out of your out of your own pocket. Right. So let me ask you, um, the the the. Insurance company. Okay, how long does it usually take for the insurance company to approve a contractor, or is there some sort of master list somewhere? Well, the insurance company really cannot approve your your contractor. Now, there's oh, okay. a there's a lot of contractors that are on the approved list, right? Uh, and they prefer working with that contractor, but the homeowner is one hundred percent in charge of who's going to repair that 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 uh, property. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So they can't say anything about that. No, no, huh. not at all. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't offer. I mean, they don't refer other contractors either. Not too hard. Now, so well, what, if you're on the list, uh-huh. if, if you're on a insurance approved vendor list, mm-hmm. then it it is in the best interest of that insurance company and the homeowner to recommend the people that are on that list. 
Okay. All right. Um, all right. Mikey's on the line in Mobile and uh, got a question about security. Are you with us, Mikey? Yes, sir. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I was talking with the screener when um, the call, I mean, yeah, the greeter, um, uh, <laughs> when you probably answered some of the questions I have. And that is regarding security. Once you let people into your home, they know the ins and the outs. And uh, if they're contractors, better than you do. Um, so that gives them the possibility of coming back and doing things. Right. I mean, I mean, it's a long shot, Mikey. We don't want it to happen, but but I guess it, yes, in a way. Don't have the time. Yeah, I mean that 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 kind of goes back to checking out your your contractor. Uh, I've been yeah. doing this sixteen years, and I mean, I've got keys to half a Jackson, literally, right. and, and um, sure, but. Uh, you know, it, it's you've got to check out who you're doing business with, and I don't care if it's a contractor or a, somebody cutting your yard or cleaning your pool. Right. Find out who's coming to your house. Yeah, that's a that's um, it's a trust um, thing. You got to have you got to trust your contractor, right. like your doctor or your lawyer. It is. A, you know what? The contractors do have a sense of humor, Mikey. It's kind of funny. I was working on my house one time, and I had to repair a hole in the wall. Found a Coke can just kind of sitting there. You know, behind the wall. You know, I was like, oh, well, I guess that guy's finished with this now. Right. My only problem was is that Coke cans tend to attract ants. Sure. So I was you know, quick yeah. to get yeah. that out of yeah. there. Uh, thanks, Mikey. I appreciate it. Now, how long does it usually take? Um, or I'm sorry. Once they approve, uh, like the insurance company, do they just cut one big check to the contractor or to the homeowner? How does this work? No, that, that check will always have that homeowner's name on it that that is the insurance obligation is to that homeowner right uh typically if you're on the approved vendor list for your insurance company there's going to be three names on mm -hmm. that check will be the the be the homeowner uh-huh the mortgage company uh -huh. and the contractor really all three of those individuals have a vested interest in this in this check do all three individuals need to sign said check to cash At, it yep Yep, absolutely, oh. absolutely. Now that's pretty secure. That is, yeah, and it uh, that is to protect everyone. You know, the the, right. the homeowner, the contractor, and the mortgage company. Well, it's that time of year in Mississippi. It's just you know, in April we get it from all sides: tornadoes, thunderstorms. I mean, everything you could possibly ask for. We get you know, like this uh weird rain thing we had going on right. a couple of weeks ago that just came out of nowhere and flooded mm -hmm. everybody in front of it. Um th this just happens in Mississippi. So if you've got a question about insurance, you can give us a call eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. So uh kinda kinda wrapping up discussion a tree falls on my house, what do I do next? Go buy a tarp? Uh, well, I'd rather you call a contractor than than the homeowner get on that roof and try to tarp it because it is you know slippery up there. That's and right. You got holes in the roof, and it usually happen at night most time. You know. All right. Well, let me let me ask you this. All right, tree just fell on my roof. It's the middle of a storm. Mm -hmm. It's raining like heck, and it's lightning. Well, yeah. number one, I'm not getting on my roof. No, no one is. No okay. one is. But Dam you can make the, the call. The, 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 the damage has been done. Uh huh. Um, and it is not safe. That's the key words. Is it safe to mitigate that loss? Uh -huh. And it's not. So, right, right. Now, the next day, sun shining, absolutely, it's your obligation to mitigate that as quickly as you can. Right, right. Um, In a case like that, they do have uh, what they call emergency service. And sure. someone will come out. Really? You know, they, that's what they get paid for. They are emergency crew standing on, standing by ready at uh, 1, 2 in the morning. Come out with uh, whatever, wet vacs, tarps, whatever it takes. If you do emergency really? service, you're going to get that call. Right. Oh, wow. That's neat. I, that's why, you know, I but stopped again, going if it's, if it's lightning and raining, the emergency oh, yeah, guy's not getting that. up there either. They're going to so. tell you when they can come out. That's right. that's right. As soon as nice. they stop. Now, you guys are contractors, so you may not come across this a lot. But one of the things I noticed, let's say... Uh, and like I said, a friend of mine from MPB, this happened to him a little while back. Luckily, he has family here that he's able to go to. Mm -hmm. It's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, the house is flooded. What What if one does not 
have family. Uh, what does one go, do? Go directly to the hotel, pay for it. Insurance is going to reimburse you for that if you have a covered claim. Really? It's called ALE, additional living expenses. Huh. So, A-L-E, additional yep, living expenses. Yeah, go, okay, go, well, let's say I've got a, uh, I don't have family near, and uh, I've, got a, I've got a family of five. Uh, that sounds real familiar. I've got a family of five, and, and it's going to take three months to fix this thing. What do I do? Insurance is going to pay for that. Extended living. Absolutely. Really? They're going to they're pay for your meals that you normally eat inside that house. Are you serious? If if you if you tell your adjuster that I eat every meal out, uh-huh. they're not paying for anything because that's your normal routine. Right. If you tell that adjuster I eat every meal inside this house, uh-huh. they're going to pay for every meal because that is typically what you do, and now you cannot do that. Wow. Folks, I hope you're listening up because there really are some things that people who deal with this every day know that we just don't. Uh, that's a that's a really big thing. Right, it is, it is. But uh, it is insurance obligation to to supply you and your family and your animals a place to live. So if it's three a.m. in the morning, uh, my house is flooded sure. or, or whatever, whatever. Uh, I need. I've got to get the insurance company online. No, no. You're, I just need to go at, get it. At, uh, at three a.m., you're probably not. It, 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 there again, we're 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 concentrating on safety and getting our family. Right. Safe. So getting into a hotel first is sure. you know, is the thing. Keep keep your receipt, uh-huh. turn turn it in to, to your insurance company and they will reimburse you if you have a covered loss. Right. Wow. That's fantastic to know. That's, yep. that's some good info. A lot of people are covered and they don't know uh, what they're really covered for. You know that their insurance will take care of that. They'll be done um went out of pocket expense and won't get it back. You know, not nope. knowing. Well, I can tell you this, knowing your policy is 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 extremely intelligent and also fairly difficult. Uh, yeah, read it. Re- I mean, read your policy. It's, right. it's you know. get familiar with it. It, it. And I will say that 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 sounds easy until you look at the book. I know yeah. that's right. <laughs> and you're like, I don't have all this time. That's right. All right, there we go, folks. Fix It One Hundred One is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Jay White. For Dale Moore, Jeff Sammons, and Jason Klein, stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.